Today's scripture is from Isaiah 43, beginning at verse 14. I'll be reading from the New International Version. This is what the Lord says, Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. May God add his blessing to the reading of this word. Thank you. Good morning, church. Our scripture reading, uh, our topic today will be God Never Change. But before then, um, I know a lot of you guys already know me. My name is Andrew Nimlin. Let us pray for Pastor Jennifer and his family. He's on short vacation. He'll be back Sunday. So he'll be with us next Sunday. But before we play this song, church, I want you to listen to a song by Elevation Worship called Sing God. My friend, whether you are watching online or whatever you are doing, I want you to worship God through this amazing song. Jesus Christ is here. So look up to God through this song. God never changes. As the Spirit moves to this place, by your wall, we see grace. Your world will be magnified in this place right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, including those of you who are watching online, and those of you who will watch later, I welcome you to the fifth Sunday of Lent. Codling, thank you. And the ministry crew, thank you. The scripture was just read beautifully by Kathleen. It renewed our faith and confidence in Jesus Christ. The question is, do we trust God? Has God ever changed in your life? Have we lost faith in God? Or do you sincerely speak with God daily, no matter what the situation is? If your honest answer or response is yes, then, church, this is what God is telling you right now through some familiar scripture. Jesus Christ is the same and yesterday and today and forever. We all know that. Hebrew 13, 8. 
The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. No matter whatever you're going through, no matter whatever issue you're going through, whether you down or you up, God never changes for you. His mercy never come to an end. Lamentation 3.22. Another one. For the Lord will not forsake his people. That's sure. He never forsake us. I know a lot of you guys, a lot of us have grown in maturity in terms of age. But we remember, we recount those days. During our down time, he still lived for us. He said he will not abandon his heritage. He made us. He cannot abandon us. Psalm 94, 14. And this is the good one. And you need to remember this. We need to remember this. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, Almighty. Revelation 1, 8. With these assurance and many more, folks, we continue to doubt God's love for ourselves, especially, especially when we are faced with difficult issues. Why? We don't trust God? You don't remember these good old days? You don't see, your, 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 you, you don't see the love God has shown you? He has multiplied your ages? Even to the young one. Why? But one thing we do. Because we forget the love God has shown us, particularly seeing our kids grow up right before our eyes with the love of God, despite the dangers of this war. We see that. We get mature. We, we celebrate the birthday. And we see our kids. I always tell my kids, I don't want nothing from you. All I want to say, that's my boy. That's my girl. Because I see God's grace. That's what we need to say. Church, I want you to know right now, God's, irrespective of what we go through, what a diamond or you know one thing God has, God has our back. He's always there for you. Can I get a amen in that? He's always there for us. No matter what we're going through, what are we suffering, what are we dying, what is our birthday, he said, you know what? My grace will continue to stretch upon you. So he get our back. Jesus Christ, he is the great advocate. He answered prayer by fire. And he moved with power. My friend, God has been a great hero for rock of ages, as the sun rather just said, or we list him to. For rock of ages who gave power to the weak. During your most dying time, he showed up. And we see it. I'm a living witness. And all, each of you are testimony to that. Church, the apostle Paul knew God never changed. You know, in Sunday school, it was so, um, I don't know how to term it, but in Sunday school today, they talk about so many ways as Christians we know Jesus Christ is alive. 
And one of the ways we talk, we all spoke of the great apostle Paul. And you all know that he wrote most of the book. And you know what he did before. He prosecuted the church. He was in, but at the end of the day, he became, he was in chain for Christ. This is what Paul said. And I'm telling you, if you don't believe what Paul said, Paul is telling we should live that example. He said, uh, 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 in Peter's in the message, he put it this way. According to Philippians 13, 14, when he was talking to the people of Philippians, and he's saying it to us today. He said, Paul is talking, he said, I am not saying I have this all together. That I have made it. A lot of us, we Christian today, right? We think when God graces upon all, when we are blessed, we, 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 we're so proud. We are not humble. We think we got it together. But this is a man who has been anointed, the apostle. He's telling us, look, I, I, I'm not telling you I got it all together. So we must live that example. He continued, he said, but I am way on my way reaching up for Christ who has so wondrously reached up for me. I'm telling you, despite poor pain, but Christ reached up to him. He said, go to the Gentile. Go to the places that the second apostle cannot go. Go and bring the word to me. He wrote most of the book. So, friend, he said, friend, do not be wrong. Do not get me wrong. Even though Paul is humble, he, he knows he had not uh, he blessed. But one thing he said, do not get me wrong. I'm not trying to discourage you when you are blessed for you not to sometimes show your grace. He said, but do it with, be humble. Do it with grace. Let people see your light shine. Paul continued. He said, by no means, do I count myself as expert in all of the hallelujah? This is a man who is anointed. He's telling you, he's telling me, despite his grace, he doesn't count himself anointed or expert, rather. He doesn't count an expert. He don't know all. He don't show good. But what he does, he continues to care himself to be humble. He continues to tell we must be humble. Despite he's persecuted the church, but God lifted him up. And he's telling us today, if God graces upon your life, friends or church, for those of you watching online, for those of you who will watch it later, let the grace of God be in us. After he said, I'm not an expert, but he said, I got my eyes on the goals where God is baking us upward. Where well, God is saying, come, son, come, children, come, come. Let your eye be on the goal to Jesus Christ. And that goal is our King Jesus Christ. He said, I am off and running, and I'm not turning back. So in short, despite the difficulty you had, you have, you may be in chain for the Lord, don't give up. Let your eyes be on the goal. Don't give up. Christ never promised us it will be everything good. You know we will go through pain, but he said, I have won, I have conquered it already. So Christ is telling you and myself through the apostle Paul, 
She's not expecting me to be better, but your eyes should be on the goal and you should be humble. Amen? So why are we doubting God's power? He never changed and we're not changed. We witnessed a week ago Pastor Jonathan talked about it in his sermon that the good stuff cannot be on Facebook. God promised to Abraham despite his age. The Bible tells us in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, God spoke directly to Abraham. He said, go from your country and from your kind. So he's telling us today, we should not only surround ourselves by our kind. We should not only be by our kind. We don't need this person yet. I don't want to hang up with this person. Because God promised for you and myself, no matter what happened, it shall see your face. He promised never fail. That's why he told Abraham. He said, leave your father home. Leave your kind. Go, even though he had not seen the promised land. Because his promise never failed. He never changed. He said, go from your country and your camp and your father home. Could you believe it? To leave your father home? It's a tough one. And the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and your name great. So that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who disown you, I will curse. And in you, all families of the earth shall be blessed. So ladies and gentlemen, church, my family, my people, whatever promise God has for you, you shall see your face. Will never change. So don't be afraid of anyone. Mingle with anyone. That's God's beauty. That's God's culture. He created this beauty. I'm not saying you should not be careful. But open yourself with love. Our God is faithful. He never changed, church. God gives the gift he gave us. And his call on our life does not change. Or cannot be revoked based upon circumstances. When God says for you, no one can take it away from you. So uh, 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 don't, 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 don't put your human spin on it. It cannot be revoked when that blessing upon you. Upon any circumstances. So church, here is the good news. As we celebrate Holy Communion, Christ died and is risen. As United Methodists, or as Methodists, we are guided by the love of God with these three simple rules. Do no harm. Do good. And stay in love with God. That's who we are as Methodists, or United Methodists. which and shall be the cornerstone of our daily life, no matter where you are, whether you're home, whether you're at work, or whether you're doing ministry in the community. 
No matter the situations we face, my friends, it is the Wesleyan way of living. That's what John Wesley did for us. It is his way. He's a reformer. The late Reuben Philip Job, a United Methodist bishop and author, asked a question. That question is for you, it's for, 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 for me. He said, who is a Methodist? According to your own view, who are we? How do you define, I'm a Methodist? Do you know why you're a Methodist? Let me re-echo this, or let me bring your memory back. That's why you're a Methodist. My friend, a Methodist is one who has the love of God shared abroad in his heart by the Holy Ghost. Giving unto him. One who loved the law, his God, with all his heart. And with all his strength. That's who we are. That's Methodist. Friends, John Wesley knew God never changed. It is all of these three simple rules that Wesleyan movement were established. This way of living was given to John Wesley in time much like ours. He took this blueprint. He flossed it up. He taught it and he practiced it. And was passed to us. Now it is our time. It is up to you and me to live it through these until it becomes natural. You know how sometimes some of you say, hey, Andrew, how you doing? I say, I'm grateful. I never practiced that. It's natural. That's how the Methodist way is. Live it. Let us see it in you, these three simple rules. Our scripture reading today reminds us to move ahead and trust God. For example, Isaiah 43, 18 to 19 state, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Hey, God, victory is waiting for you. God says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it spring up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and stream in the whistling. My friends, Bishop Ruby knew very well God never changed. He said, we live in a fast pace." frenzy, and complex war. Believing we are all trapped into someone we do not wish to be. Living a life we do not desire to live. Friends, Bishop Rubin state further, we are searching for ways to overcome the division. For example, nations are increasingly hostile towards one another. Communities are divided around issues of education, development, and the status quo. Whereas religions are divided with each claiming to have a firm grip on the truth. And that truth is to do no harm, is to do, be good, and stay in love with Jesus. If you got those three truths, don't get divided by religion. Bishop Rubin also state, 
Denomination and congregation are divided over doctrine. Family are divided by competing agenda, rival priority, and the daily pressure to survive and strive is an increasing or in an increasing competitive culture. Church, those who seek to follow Jesus as we almost come to this end. Those who seek to follow Jesus must be asking if this is the way Christians are to live. Stop the division. Stop the beggary. Love one another so that our light can shine so that people can see us. Say, yeah, that's God. That's lady. She represents a true Christian. So people who are not Christian can come because get an open door. And you know Christians live that. You know this. The clear answer is no. Christians should not live as being fighting each other. So we have a few movements, ladies and gentlemen, our church. We all we gather around the table to partake in breaking of the bread and drinking of the wine with our raising Lord. Friends, I want to remind you, God never changed. He is the same God that opened the ocean. The same God who responds to our call by prayers. Who is doing great things in our life now, even amidst pain and joy. My friend, church, I pray we live a life as Jesus. And the matter is with these three simple rules. Do no harm. Do good. Stay in love with Jesus. Amen.